hello, 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 everybody. If you are checking out this room on the replays, hello, my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I am also the spiritual nurse alchemist who is here to kind of give you guidance in, I'm going to call it now, like, I'm like, how do I introduce myself? Because I really work in so many areas. Um, I'm going to introduce myself with my big three. Okay. So I love the chakra system and using it in a philosophy to get your energy in the right direction. I work a lot with astrology. Um, I use astrology to really help center my clients in areas of transformation, transition, and balance that works right for them, especially during times and high monumental events that are happening within their own birth chart and happening within their own time period that really puts them in that direction. And today is going to be a day that we are going to talk about Gemini season. And it's time for Gemini season. Like I'm really feeling this urge for a new shift of energy for um, many people, for many, many people. Um, and I have kind of been seeing it through. I would say this year, if there's any Geminis in the house, if you have any strong Gemini placements, go ahead and drop them in the chat. Let me know what they are. I'm so interested to see if any Geminis have popped in. So let's talk about the Gemini as a whole, okay? Like what the Gemini represents for the zodiacs, what represents with your area, especially if you are a sun Gemini. So those who are just kind of learning about astrology, there are different types of of placements, right? We have our birth chart, which most of us are acknowledgeable of what our big three is. So our big three is our sun sign. That is the sign of the sun where it was placed when you were born. So that lasts for about 30 days. And tomorrow, starting tomorrow, the sun will be placed in Gemini. So Gemini starts tomorrow. Then we have your rising sign, which your rising sign is the time that you were born. So if you don't know the actual time that you were born, you might not know your rising or ascending sign because this sign changes every two hours. So it is a little bit more complex and unique versus the sun and your moon sign. Now your moon sign is the sign that the moon was in if um, if you know, obviously, what day and what year you were born, you can find out your moon um, sign. And the moon phase changes every two days. So for most people, most people usually know at least their sun sign. That's the sign that all most horoscopes are written off of. So most people know I'm a Gemini or I'm a Sagittarius or I'm a Taurus or whatnot. 
So we are going to be talking about the sun sign Gemini's. But if you have a rising sign as a Gemini, this area is really going to be affecting you as well. So that's something to take notion as, as well as if this is just your sun placement. So let's talk about the Gemini as a whole and what the Gemini is really known for. So many people hear that the Gemini is known for having dual personalities or kind of like double personalities. I hear this a lot. Do Geminis really have double personalities? Like that's something that I always hear. And it's not, uh oh, it says I'm in the matrix. It's not that they have double personalities or areas like that, they have dual traits, meaning what might be more of an opposite for somebody else is more sustainable for the Gemini. So for instance, let's say, I'm gonna kind of balance it out with something easy for everybody to understand. So let's say you ask somebody, do you prefer hot, coffee versus iced coffee. The Gemini might say, I prefer both, right? They have like this dual trait of personality aspects, okay? Also, the Gemini is known to be very witty, very wise. So the Gemini is also known for its wise areas in thought process, logic, and also known for its strong communication because the Gemini is the ruler of the third house. And for those who know astrology, you know we have 12 houses and the Gemini is the ruler of the third house. The Gemini is also ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is that planet that <laughs> goes into Mercury retrograde where it transitions into a opposite direction or a very, very slow pace at least three times a year. And you always hear like, oh, Mercury retrogrades messing up all the communication. And it's because Mercury has a lot to do with communication social media, um, technology, but really the Gemini is more about how we see that we communicate with others. So Gemini is known for having that gift of being naturally well in tuned with their throat chakra, as one might say, or being naturally well in tuned with her communication skills. So you will always see that Geminis are usually very strong um, at communicating. Geminis are also an air sign, which makes them quite whimsical. So with a Gemini, a Gemini will basically be, as I was saying in one of my um, posts, a Gemini is witty and wise like a bee, but it moves and dances like a butterfly. So it's very knowledgeable. It has this good sense of humor, but it's also kind of high, high 
in the knowledge department and high in the energy of intellectual thinking. So there are times where the Gemini can get a little bit more creative, like a little bit artistic. We see that with some Geminis where they are a little bit more into their artistic sense. Sometimes they tend to have this very logical area about them where some people think that they're actually detaching or they're going from one mood to the other. But in actuality, the Gemini is really weighing in all its areas of growth and um, areas of maybe some doubt where they're not really sure if that's where they wanna be fully focused on. The Gemini is also a mutable sign, which means that they do have a flexible approach. They're pretty easygoing but they are very structured. So a Gemini isn't like that one that's gonna be bouncing too much around. And the Gemini is also very acknowledgeable about leveling up, as I would say. So the Gemini is always looking at new things to accomplish, new things to learn about, new forms of communication, um, where they can really put technique and technology in. So if you know any Geminis or if you are a Gemini, they are kind of like the ones who can really help you on certain pathways of function, especially when it comes to the thought process of how ten techniques kind of lay out. So have that in mind. Also with the Gemini, um, the Gemini will basically work well and do well in certain, um, certain relationships with other zodiacs. Of course, the Gemini does very well with the other air signs, including the Libra and the Aquarius, but the Gemini also tends to get along very good with the Aries and Leo as well. So that can sometimes be a very compatible match. What I wanna talk about with Gemini season is that there are a lot of transitions coming up this, um, this season. I'm not gonna go all the way through the whole Gemini uh, season, but I am gonna reach some of the high moments that I think people should know about. So if you are listening to this on the replay, you already know that um, I did do the whole astrology for May and I will continue the Gemini season with the whole astrology events for June. So we will take that come around May 30th or uh, June 1st. I will be posting or sharing some more astrology dates. So the day that I really want to concentrate is on today or tomorrow, depending on where you're located. Um, some people say that Gemini season, the sun enters Gemini today um, on May 20th. I checked, I'm located in California. The sun has not entered Gemini quite yet. It is still in Taurus. We are actually at the disamenting moon phase, which is the type of moon phase where the moon is in this area of halfway full to, um, it's like in between halfway full in between of the first quarter moon. So the moon is kind of in this transition 
phase of balance. So for this time, the sun has not entered Gemini quite yet. Um, and for most people, they go off of the 20th, but actual Gemini season will start tomorrow when the sun enters Gemini. So what we really want to be focused on during this time is socialization because the Gemini does appreciate being a very independent and structured sign, but it is also known for its social aspects with others. And the Gemini does tend to get along very well with many other people and does like social cir circles. <clears throat> so that is important to look forward for. Also a day that I really want to um, kind of tell you about because it is a big transition date is May 22nd. Mercury retrograde will enter Taurus. So Mercury is going to do its thing, take a few steps back in the zodiac wheel and hit back in with Taurus. And that's what Mercury retrograde is about. Transitioning to such a slower pace that is almost is like they are going in the opposite direction than a step forward, they're actually going a step back. So retrograde is going to feel a little slower and it's going to change. It's not going to be so much focused on communication and social media, but it's going to be more focused on you're going to feel frustrated, okay? The Taurus tends to be that sign that gets really like frustrated a little easy. Um, I was talking to somebody today and they told me their favorite word was frustrated. Like they always say, I just feel so frustrated. My wife, she makes me frustrated. These kids make me frustrated. Work, it's frustrating. Instead of saying other words, they kept saying frustrated, frustrated. And I'm like, are you a Taurus? <laughs> Guess what? They were. So what we're going to establish is that for every situation, while it may seem frustrating or it may seem intolerable, that it is not necessarily the most intolerable situation. It is actually a transition that is having us feeling stuck. So what we have to look at is how do we unstuck ourselves? How do we move out of this area? Another huge day for the Gemini. And this is what really this, um, this room or this recording is about is the Gemini because this is Gemini season. The sun is in your area. This is the most highest point for the Gemini. So May 23rd, sun in Gemini, sextile Jupiter and Aries. And this is important because not only is this happening, but also there is a Mercury in Taurus, sextile in Mars and Pisces. And you might be saying, whoa, what does this all mean? All these planets are aligned with each other in the sextile of transition. So as a Gemini, you're going to want to be focused on reaching your goals, especially with that Aries and Jupiter conjunction, because that is all about abundance, growth, luck, insight, establishment. That's really putting everything in your perspective of opportunities 
to grow. It is also a perfect time if you might want to travel to start to accumulate money or start to accumulate a plan where you could become structured in that. Also, what you will be seeing with the Mercury and Taurus with Mars and Pisces is there's going to be some honest communication. There is also going to be some communication that is going to kind of be a little bit more truthful. And what you need to be um, focused on is to have that honesty and have that area where if you say like, I need help in a situation, I need support, or I really value you in my life to really have that trust and that support where you are able to bring that communication to others and especially your loved ones. On March, I mean, on May 24th, we also have Vesta enters Pisces, which will affect the Gemini because it is aligned with the Pisces that is still with the uh, Mars conjunction. So this is an area where you might almost feel a little bit of like, um, you wanna do some humanitarian work, you wanna really get into helping others. So this is when you're gonna wanna use those skills as a Gemini to help people, help people around you. You might be seeing that people are gonna ask you for guidance with like um, maybe strategy. This would also be a time for you to strategize towards maybe a new workshop or a course or a podcast or a blog. That's going to be a very important time for the Gemini. Another big date that's happening in Gemini season is May 28th, Venus enters Taurus. And the reason why this date is so important is because we still have the Mercury retrograde in Taurus at this time, and that's gonna be persistent until about June 3rd. And what this is really showing is that we have not only Mercury, but we have Venus in play. And for those who don't know, Venus is all about that romance, that luxury, uh, financial matters, and affection. This also might be a time like this ex-boyfriend that you thought you got rid of. He comes back out of nowhere, starts like texting you or something. So we tend to see this sometimes with retrogrades. Um, and since Mercury is retrograde and Venus will be there, it is an area to kind of watch out for. Um, just stay in mind that the Taurus is very, um, is very, how can you say it? A Taurus, the Taurus nature is very stubborn, right? Like sometimes you can see like a Taurus won't budge. Like it's almost like their roots are so thick, like a weed, you're trying to pull it out of the ground and it won't move. So if this is an area that isn't working for you or isn't um, moving forward, don't don't be hesitant to get out some like weed killer and kill that negative energy and pull those roots out of your area, especially if it is some very strong, intense um, energy that you just need to clear away. This is also a time that people might start to get a little jealous. I, I hate to say, you know, that sometimes it happens. This is kind of like the time where you kind of might pick up that, uh, that 
that like not such a great habit where like you want to sneak through your man's phone and if you're sneaking through his phone you already know what you're gonna find right so this is kind of like that area where the jealousy might be um, kind of coming out the frustrations of uh, relationship dynamics that maybe something hasn't been working is starting uh, to kind of uh, show its face. Also with this area, you want to be patient, especially if this is affecting a relationship that is important to you um, or financial matters that are important to you as well. But this is also a good time to bring a lot of um, worth and a lot of um, stability and also a lot of um, desire into play. And that's going to be, um, Venus is going to be present in Taurus for up to four weeks. So it's even going to transition past um, Gemini season, I believe. Then we have May 29th, we have um, a very highly anticipated conjunction. This is Mars in Aries conjuncts Jupiter in Aries. And what I want to say about this conjunction is we have been feeling Jupiter aligned with Pisces for the whole beginning of the year. The Pisces has been on this really good, strong energy how this is going to affect the Geminis is this is happening in their sun sign. This is happening in their zodiac sign. So as a Gemini, I want you to look at your chart and see where this Jupiter and Aries alignment, which house is it affecting? And if you need to um, get a sun wheel, you can uh, go ahead and click chakras and cuss words um, up top. And I know it's going to guide you to the birth chart readings, but go ahead and click blog post. And then when you click the blogs, it's going to show you how to use a sun wheel to find out which house this is happening in for you. And this is going to be the house that you're going to really want to concentrate on your goals. You want to concentrate on your glory and you're going to want to concentrate on what it is that you need to let go of. If you need to let go of anything, this is going to be an area where it's going to be highly intense energy. So it's going to be like that ghost starter energy. And I know a lot of people say not to start something new on Mercury retrograde, but if you are aligned and you have a strong function in your placements and alignment, the Mercury retrograde isn't going to affect you to the point where it is going to hinder you. So you are actually going to want to start to establish the next move in what it is that you really want to be abundant for if this is love, career, or um love career or personal really get that um that started because that is an amazing day to start to pick up that energy also may 30th we have the new moon in gemini and yes 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 i will tell you this new moon is going to be the new moon that you're going to want to set intentions and get back to your manifesting and the reason why is because we're just ending from the two uh eclipses most people say don't to don't manifest during um, retrogrades. You hear that a lot, but if that was true, we have to remember that Mercury retrograde happens three times a year, and there's very other other retrogrades, right? 
there's Venus retrograde, there's Pluto retrograde. Uh, Venus retrograde only happens every, I believe every two years. Pluto retrograde, um, I'm not exactly sure how often it happens, but it's not very frequent. Pluto retrograde, we're currently in until I believe January. So if we are going to be waiting for a retrograde to be done, we won't get anything done. That's why I say, if you are aligned fully, a retrograde won't center you or hinder you off your path. It is the eclipses that we need to be more mindful about, but this new moon is not an eclipse. It is a regular new moon energy, so it is a time that you can actually start to prepare your intentions and manifestations. And that is it for it's time for Gemini season. So I just want to thank everybody who hopped in this room. My name is Catherine. I am the spiritual intuitive nurse slash alchemist. And I'm here to bring you guys guidance on astrology, tarot, and also the chakra system. Go ahead and, um, oh, perfect. Let me read some of these chats. Yes, Gemini, sun, and moon. So you are Miss Rosanna, if you are still in the room, you are a new moon baby. So since you have a Gemini sun and moon, this means that you were born on a new moon phase. So you were born in a new moon. Um, it's even kind of interesting because when we see this, this really stands out. This really lets us know that you are very centered in that Gemini um, very centered in that Gemini energy. While your rising sign, I don't know what your rising sign is, maybe a little bit different, but you're very much centered in the Gemini energy. And this is a time for you to really embrace it. And I'm a Pisces because I was born on March 7th, 1988. But I'm not sure, uh, Jeremy, what day you were born because you didn't put that. So I just want to thank everybody for coming in the room and everybody have an amazing day. Bye.